This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Rebuild. Back in our sadness, just like old times, I am Peter Moses and on the other line, as sad as ever and ready to just bathe in it with me, Dr. Gates Merriman. Hello, Gates. Yeah, jump on in. The water is warm. It feels, it's just the, the, the sweet tickle of familiarity. Warm like a lobster in a boiling pot. <laughs> oh man we are back we are Ooh. right where we've always been feels good man slightly feels worse good it, it does. doesn't feel right when this team isn't fucking with my mental capacity like my mental acuity on a daily basis yeah it's like when when people move to places like california like you did they always look, uh, are sad that they don't have the seasons anymore but you emotionally you have the seasons it fall hits and you know it you, you don't need to see leaves changing to know that that it is September. Oh, is half the secondary out before our first game starts? Must be fall. Yep. 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 Um, and it showed. If you're listening. Though, I mean, to be honest, do you think that our full secondary uh, was going to make much difference after what you saw on Sunday? <laughs> Fair point by you. Fair point. That mm. did, it really did feel like um, it just felt like a good way to kind of like level set on reality immediately. And for that, I am grateful. It's true. It did. It did just kind of say like, okay, we can we can stop with this nonsense about um, all the excitement about what could be because we are we are very much picking up where we left off. <laughs> we have we have switched coaches and GMs every other year for the last decade and still are the most consistent organization in the National Football League. Yeah, there's no it's incredible. We look Cleveland Browns football has a look about it and it's it's consistent. <laughs> And that look is, is if we were your uncle, we'd be passed out drunk on the steps before we got inside for Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, you know, there was a good quarter and and a quarter and change where it was like, OK, we're hanging in there. And then it it quickly fell apart right around the time you texted me something like it's so weird that, to like see us not get penalties or something like that. And then that that drive that we had where we ended up third and 41 happened. We'll and, get into, uh, okay, I have to, yeah. I have to do business, but then I want to start with the story that happened right after that, at that time when we were watching this okay. sad, sad game. Um, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read anything you say on the air. Even if it's, by the way, shout out to Jordan Zerm. He's back, baby. Um, Daddy came back from his trip to the store with a pack of cigarettes. It just took him a year and his name is Jordan Zerm. And he had a great pod. With Levitard producer Mike Ryan, all about the Browns this season. Check it out. He's going to be coming to you all year. Thank God. Um, and if you read, if you do any five-star review, we will read it on the Gates and Peter version of the rebuild. Um, from CMJ011, we have Menage Trois, five stars. 
Peter and Gates, gentlemen, you have done an amazing job keeping this pod going and deserve to stay on when Jay-Z returns. Three men potted up to the top. Go Browns. Thank you, CMJ11. Yeah, I'm always down for a menage a trois. I'm not afraid. I think the nice thing about what we're doing this year, though, is like, if you want like Zerm giving you actual good content, then like you can listen to Jordan. And if you want to listen to two guys light their farts on fire over podcast form, you can listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a, it's dealer's choice here on the rebuild. Yeah. You take whatever you want. Yeah, Quality some, content or just nonsense. Sometimes there's amazing, like, you know, m- meals that are all mashed together and like a bowl or something like that. And sometimes you go to like a nice restaurant Sorry, uh, a restaurant is a establishment that you go to um, to yep. eat food that's not on your couch. In, I don't, I don't know if you I go know. in 2019 or earlier. Yes, yes, not established anymore. any year other than this year. Boy, speaking of sadness, um, yeah, the Browns took a walloping. Shout out to the Browns losing 38 to six and somehow Ooh. not covering my over of 47. Thank you. Now cut Austin Seibert. You literally kicked your way out of my heart and onto the street. Yes. Um, yes. You kicked Peter's wallet <laughs> directly through the uprights. Yes. Actually, I was using my free plate money from bet online. So if you're listening to this and you want to gamble with free money, um, listen to the bet online ad. That's going to be in the middle of the show somewhere. Okay. I'm avoiding the point gates. Yes. So I was on a little bit of a time delay while we were watching the game together because I was watching it right. on an iPad. And yes. so you were like 35, 40 seconds ahead. And at one point, early in the first quarter, I had typed, wow, can't believe the Scottish hammer fucked this up a good 40 seconds before that play happened. Just because that's how in the fucking pocket I am of what this team is like. I knew. So this. I knew before, <laughs> like literally a fucking minute, a full minute before. Jamie Gillum just threw the ball up in the air and pulled his pants down and like, just like gave up. Cause that's, I mean, there was like, I knew it was going to happen. This was, I, this was written, man. So disappointing. That's our, that's our hot Scottish rugby player who I've been thinking like, just let him run, man. He knows how to do it. He knows ball security. And I mean, okay. There was, there was a missed block on that, that I think would have just sprung things. Like, I don't think it was the worst play call, but, um, in retrospect, it, it certainly didn't help things. But yeah, you you have got your your finger on the pulse of this team. If you can uh, clairvoyant your way to seeing Jamie Gillen, who's one of our better players. Again, classic frankly. classic Browns were like, "Hey, did you see our punter? He's real not to be messed with." Like, do you know That's how right. deranged we sound to every other person? It's so crazy working with people at Blue Wire who are sports fans from all over the country to just hear them talk about football teams. And I'm like, like annoyed with six and 10 or something. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. No, it's they just they just grew up in basically like a different country than us as as far as like uh, there's an analogy there. I don't know what it is, but we are from a very humble beginning and they grew up in a land of plenty. Yes. And uh, we're also from a humble and end and middle. Also, it feels like. Because... Yeah. And things are going to just keep getting worse apparently because that's so seems like the direction we're trending my friend i'm gonna should we go over the good things or the bad things first should we get the good things out of the way oh 
Yeah, if we have the time to cover yeah, all, all of right. Them. Let's just we'll do first half. We'll do the good things, and then the second equal amount. We'll do the bad things. Okay. Um, okay the cool. good things were, uh, our number one draft pick is not hurt, and uh, we still have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yes, we have very good running backs, and I think probably very good tight ends still. Even though Njoku's going to be out like three weeks, but like kind of, I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy, but like fuck him, he's not. <laughs> He hasn't done much in three years. He's not a linchpin at this point. But um, yes, we have good tight, or good good running backs, uh, incredible running backs actually. And that was what was kind of frustrating about the game is like just just feed them, keep feeding them. We don't. We'll get there because those are the bad things. Um, another good thing is that this was the Ravens. It's a tough draw in any circumstance. It's. I don't think it's like a total excuse, but there's something to it that we, this team has practiced in 14 padded practices. That's not a whole lot of Did uh, not have reps. any OTAs, no mini camps. Yep. And that's not an excuse. I think it's a good thing because, yeah, if you gave Kyle Stefanski. Oh my God. Again, 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 yep. again yep. oh my God. I am never. Well, who knows that. how Kyle Stefanski would have done this week. We've, we've never seen. <laughs> Honestly, football, I don't think but... he would have done worse. Um, I, I know. But listen, Kevin Stefanski just doesn't have like Kevin Stefanski just doesn't have any fucking shot in hell to get like you can't make up the continuity of the fucking Baltimore Ravens. You just can't like exactly you can't fake this like they are they're just they're better. They went 14 and two last year. 14 and, 14 two, and two, and they definitely got better on definitely on offense, maybe on defense. Like Calais Campbell I think is so. I mean, a mo- is like a monster. Like, wow! It, it it didn't take a whole lot for him to impact the game. Um, on our first drive, he batted down a ball and then tipped a ball into a uh, into an interception. So, yeah, they're just they are better. We should have lost. That being said, we still did some things that are discouraging in their own right. Are there any, do you, do you have more positives? <laughs> um, I guess I could, you could spin a positive as like, at least we cut Cybert now. Like glad yeah. to get the, like, yeah, I think didn't. maybe just the last positive of like, glad to do this now. Good to just be here now because like with Cybert, I feel like the same way about the team and just our sadness in general. Like, I'm ready to be here now. 2020 is like so prepared me for a tumultuous Brown season that like, like, let's just like, let's like, not kid ourselves. Let's basically. not kid ourselves and like, understand that like, this is, this is going to get, this is probably going to get worse. Like the only thing that's going to make Plus, it worse is that got... just the season goes longer. So at least now we're kind of like, I don't exactly. know. I guess when and, Case Keenum frankly, is on a six you... game winning streak, then we'll just have to figure out what we feel like. <laughs> when when we get the the Case Keenum Cody Parkey juggernaut of scoring going, <laughs> Mister Devil Doink himself. I told you know I'm, I'm in Chicago. I told some of my um, buddies that I work with that we had signed Cody Parkey, and they just laughed at me so hard. And these are. <laughs> I'll have you know, sir, Cody Parkey was sucking before us well before he was sucking for you, Bears fans. That's right. Yeah, Cody Parkey's already sucked for the Browns, and he he shall suck again. (laughs) And if there's one thing we've learned from Cleveland sports, whether it's Ray Horton or Mike Brown or Cody Parkey, it always works better the second time. We're not afraid to run it back. Not afraid to run it back ever. (laughs) Uh, So those are the good things. Um, 
Our running backs are good, even though we can't utilize them, and we lost to a team that we should have lost to. And we cut our kicker. And I will say, and we cut our kicker, <laughs> and it's nice that we have a quick turnaround, though that could end up just being exacerbating our, our agony if we lose, but we'll, we'll get there as well this coming week. But I'm, I'm just glad that we, we don't have to sit around until Sunday. We can just Thank see God. what happens on Thursday. Yeah. Thank God. Um, like, and, I... and we can erase some of this pain, at least temporarily, potentially. Steelers losing at this very moment. In to the, the to the New York Giants to the to the Giants. Okay, that would be that would be nice. Um, so um, and also, Bengals looked bad. Like bang- did they? Okay, so I I didn't watch any of that game. I was on the I was driving actually from Cleveland. I, I was in Cleveland. Shout out to weekend. our favorite um, listener who's going to be furious that you were traveling again. Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, this guy's going to murder me. I'm going to go cough in your face. I'm going to see you in Toledo and cough in your face. Um, Road chick. Yeah. Mm, Buddy. um, I mean, also, yeah, they, I watched the game. They looked bad and they looked bad. I mean, the, you know, the chargers defense is pretty good, but also like just, they looked not great. So yeah, maybe, oh wait, whatever. We'll get to Thursday. All right, let's get to the bad. Um, Yeah. Everything. Yep. Yeah, uh, everything you can think of is the it's it's pretty bad. It's not heading in the right direction in any way. And the the thing that I just drives me insane is just the the state of the AFC North and how completely unfair things are the way they stand right now. So two years ago, we were coming off of of our deliberate tank, right? Our our process run by sashi brown we were supposed to have a lot of suffering and we did we've been processing for something two decades man we've been processing but this at least we're like okay i guess this is the plan even though it was apparently went worse than planned but we uh we're suffering through that meanwhile we're looking around the afc north and what's happening joe flacco is getting a little older declining ben roethlisberger is getting older declining and is an asshole um, Andy Dalton was never that good in the first place. And it seemed like the Bengals were just going to be an Andy Dalton purgatory forever. So it seemed like if we just keep the, keep battening down the hatches, get through our suffering, there would be a light at the end of the tunnel. We get Baker first pick of the draft. Seems like it's going well, but then quietly the Ravens get Lamar at the last pick of the first round of the same draft. And we're like, okay, whatever running quarterback, he's going to get hurt. No big deal. Of course, then Flacco gets hurt in the middle of that season, which for a team like us, if we even had a franchise quarterback in the first place, would spell doom. But all it did for the Ravens was allow them to realize that they had a generational talent going from a franchise quarterback to one of the more dynamic football players in league history, kind of not exactly accidentally, but sort of ass backwards into it. And uh, while that was happening, Ben Roethlisberger continues to play even though he got injured last year it didn't fucking matter because we lost to duck hodges and our our coach wore us pitchford started it t-shirt in reference to our best player trying to kill their third string quarterback and joe burrow is now on the Bengals, and he's extremely good so things are looking bleak in the afc north and it's just fucking bullshit lamar jackson uh it's going to be a problem for at least five years, at least the way he was thrown. I mean, least. listen, 
we're not fucking smart football people. Okay? We don't know what the fuck we're doing. But I'm no. sorry. I saw Lamar Jackson throw the ball at Louisville. And I was like, you're just like, this guy is fucking good at throwing the football. Yeah. The and- pass he made to uh, Hollywood Brown, I think in either the first or second quarter, it was like his first long pass. And they gushed over it, but rightly so, because it was perfect. We had great coverage, and it just dropped in there. It honestly reminded me of, in 2018, Baker's throw to Landry, where he just like flicked it downfield into the kind of back left of the end zone, and it was just like, you couldn't place it any better. That's what Lamar is doing right now. And meanwhile, Baker seems to have lost his pinpoint accuracy, and, and we can get to that. But, um, but Lamar's he's incredible, and... He just creates so many problems, and now they've added a better running back, and it's and and oh, Marquise Brown is maturing. It's a fucking disaster <laughs> for us in Baltimore. I can't believe we beat them once in the last two. Can seasons. you believe we beat them twice in the last two years? That's no, incredible. It's it's incredible. That's that's going to be last year at Baltimore is going to be the highlight of the next ten years for us, folks. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Shout out to Freddie Kitchens, the last coach to win in Baltimore for probably the next five years. Um, it does feel like we are the University of Michigan and every other team in our division is Ohio State somehow. Um, it does. It's, uh, I mean, well, I guess we'll get to the Browns problems in a second, but like Burrow is going to figure it out. He looks, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looked like shit, but like, I don't know, like Nick Bosa was eating him for lunch. Uh, and Lamar yep. Jackson is just... Yeah, it's a real, real, real fucking sad ass bummer. And there's really no other way to think about it. And that is. Yeah, there, it's just such an uphill climb. Like, what are we supposed to do? Even if Baker's good, like Lamar is just he's so good. He's too good. Yeah, I don't know what to. I don't know what to do. It's like kind of like it's just fucking bullshit. We put in our time. We did everything. I don't know if we did it the right way, but we did it. Well, also, and now and the Ravens didn't skip a beat. Their fan base didn't have to do anything. Okay. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start off wagering on wins, division championships, futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE. Promo code for betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Let's talk about like, let's talk about the actual problems with our team instead of they all of the other things that are really sad about our team. Fucking Browns. They stole our team. Um, <laughs> look at them now. Okay. Um, okay. Baker. Is not looking good. And I want to just say why I want to give it a hot second and not make this the worst thing that's happening right now. Okay, please. He has to learn a third offense in three years. That is complicated. He has had no time to run anything. They are forcing stuff to Beckham, which we'll get to because that's a whole nother fucking can of worms. And and they they went to shit. 
They got down. Listen, this game was fucked when they missed the extra point. It was like that four minutes in the like end of the first quarter. It was like missed yeah. the extra point, uh, gave up the the fourth down fake punt. Yeah. The ninety nine. Oh yeah. And they had the ninety nine yard drive, and then they couldn't get those points at the end of the half, and then that turned into a touchdown. And it was like that's it. That yeah, was like so like right. to like really say this was a. Th- I mean yes. Were they wholly and fundamentally whooped by that score? Sure. But like, there's kind of no point in like reflecting on everything after that moment because it's kind of false data. Like, what the fuck are you going to yeah. do? Like, yeah. yeah they, like, they, am they, I annoyed that he abandoned, we like cooked. that Kyle, sorry, that Kevin, we have to talk about Kevin. That's how I'm going to remember it. We have to talk about Kevin Stefanski. Um, Kevin, uh, like, it's like, yeah, of course you abandoned the run. You're down 24 points in the third quarter. Like, yeah. Like, he's not an asshole. Like, he's like, it's like, you could run it, but it's still just kind of like, yeah, you want to pass the ball to score, you know? I don't like. Exactly. So. Yeah, right. I mean, like, what were we supposed to do? I mean, a steady diet of Nick Chubb wasn't getting us back into the game. No, um, it was over. It was so over really when he missed the field goal, for sure. And yeah. I think the biggest thing, too, just to, to, to cap it on Baker, is like, like, the Ravens front and the Steelers front are two of like the top five fronts in the league. Like, yeah, he was under duress. Like, I just like, I'm just like, there's still no reason to say that he's terrible when we just don't no. fucking know. Like, there's just, I thought the protection was actually okay for the most. I mean, it, I don't think the problem was that Baker didn't have any time to throw. He was still indecisive, but I do think that we can, you know, there was a lot of like, kind of just, him dropping back and kind of like hitching like he was going to throw and not re- not pulling the trigger. Um, but I, I think it's reasonable to chalk that up to him just not feeling comfortable in the offense yet. We know that somewhere inside of Baker Mayfield is a very decisive, quick trigger quarterback who can get the ball out fast. It's The question is, did, did he get ruined last season? And it's possible, but I it, think the jury is very much out on that. And I'd be surprised if he got totally destroyed. I do wish there were less progressive commercials that we cut to like cannot believe they but they're ran funny. The, I think cannot, covering the furniture is a funny little bit, but it's just so painful. Cannot believe they ran those that. back. Cannot believe they ran those back. And oh. Hulu commercials as well. It's great. Wow. Just well, uh, I mean, the man might need to make his money now because he can, may have bro. been ruined by the Browns. <laughs> but okay, so let's let's stick a pin in Baker for now because I I agree that I don't think it's worth proclaiming anything one way or the other about him we have to give it a full season and like if it's trending in one way or another sure but like we're not like it's not it's pointless to suffer when like it's not smart to suffer yet like we're like like, is it trending that direction obviously will the worst thing happen always absolutely but that's still not gonna like actually make a difference exactly exactly so um if you're if you're a big Des Bryant fans out there, if he has a big impact on the way you think about football, I'm I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> did you see he was tweeting like they got to play Case Keenum right now, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. But um, the reason he was tweeting that was in defense of Odell because Odell wasn't isn't thriving in our offense. And do you want to do you want to talk about Odell now? Yeah, we could talk about Odell. Like I I just am not convinced that Jarvis Landry is the superior wide receiver in every aspect. So wait, football. you're saying you think Jarvis is a better receiver? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. not going to, yeah, I'm not going to, yeah. 
Jarvis is better right. than him in every capacity. Like, At the very least, you can say that Jarvis just fits what we need better than Odell right now. It's it's becoming very um, hard to ignore that Odell seems to disrupt uh, the, the flow of the offense. Doesn't also seem like he's a part of the offense. It's like, even if it's self-created, he's just too much of a presence. Yeah. It's really weird. And like, yes, Baker missed him on a couple throws for sure that were brutal. Yeah. And that drop was fucking brutal. So like well, the drop, uh, that's where the game really turned. That was he, it. Yeah. He may have scored on that play at the very least. That was, that was in the moment we were talking about before. Ravens territory. Yes, exactly. Correct. Yeah. Before the, the missed cyber field goal, may he rest in peace. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's troubling again. Like it's just annoying because like, again, not the baggage we need right now at all. It just, it's hard. It's I have the feeling that with the rest of the kind of squad that we have on offense, with obviously Chubb in the backfield, with Kareem Hunt either in the backfield or split out wide because he's a great receiver. Um, with that, our tight ends, Jarvis, and the occasional Rashard Higgins as a possession guy, like it feels like that unit could really hum. And for whatever reason, Beckham. And maybe we're totally wrong on this. Maybe this is too early. But for whatever reason, Beckham feels like just a distraction from what the core, kind of core identity of our offense should be. I I don't disagree. That- and I don't want to be overreactionary. But I'm not really sure how, like, if you want to run the offense that you ran last year, there's kind of only room for one of those possession-style receivers like Phelan was. And, yeah. and like, I feel like Baker already loves the tight ends and already loves like naturally goes to Jarvis and Higgins a yeah. lot. So it feels like whatever he's doing to Odell, even if he has the best intentions, still feels forced in like kind For of sure. like. It, so I don't. We'll see, but it's definitely worrisome. And like. I don't even really care about like it, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It seems like it's just, it's not, it, it could also, it could ruin Baker and it could ruin Kevin Stefanski very fast. That's the thing that I don't it's, like is like Stefanski is very much like, we just have to give this dude a shot to build a system. He could suck for a year and still be a good court, like a good coach. Like, like, I don't know yeah. what else, like we just have to exist. That just has to exist. Um. So. And obviously not advocating to like, cut Odell or trade Odell right now it's just it's just we need to I don't know he he can't be getting 10 targets and two receptions for 23 yards or something like that like it's 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 such a waste Uh, and part of that falls on Baker but like you know if if five of those targets are going to our tight ends instead and they didn't have all that many receptions but they were really efficient when they did if that was happening then maybe it opens up for Odell we just can't even it's it's just sort of a it's like a lazy way of thinking about even the whoever the announcers were were like you got to get odell going get him into a lather then see what he can do what are you talking about yes no i totally heard that i was like this is not this is terrible advice this is terrible advice the good thing is that i i think stefanski and andrew barry are are smart enough not to buy into that i think freddie kitchens wasn't smart enough i think freddie kitchens was like yeah we got to get odell involved and just like hope that saves my job I think Stefanski's going to be like, you know what, fuck this. We can run a lot better if we're just running quick play action sort of stuff without Odell, you know, like dancing around in, 
Agreed. Yards down the field. Agreed. Yep. Um, oh, okay. Uh, next thing. Uh, we already talked about the kicker. We don't have to talk about the kicker anymore. Um, yeah. How about how much is this? Uh, uh, we gave up 38 points. Oh, yeah. Our defense sucks. <laughs> That's right. The other side of the ball. No, our defense is is horrific. And again, caveat that it was it was the Ravens and their last year plus right now, as far as we can tell. So what are we supposed to do? But uh, wow, there was there was just we didn't stand a chance there. And uh, one of our and Jacob Phillips is apparently I don't know if he's out or not, but the linebacker who shouldn't have been playing in the first place is a rookie is now out. And I don't know who's going to play in this in this spot. It's trouble. That is, it's wild. <laughs> it's it's not good. Hopefully, uh, I can't remember who who did we pick up from Jacksonville the, the safety. Um, I can't remember his name at all. But hopefully, he gets more integrated into the defense and can make a difference. But like, and hopefully, Greedy comes back. But it's not like Greedy Williams is a sure thing on the outside either. So. Um, we, we've got some issues right now, and I don't see any quick fixes. With the the good news is we play the Bengals and the uh, and the Washington football team the next two weeks. The one and zero Washington football team. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of spanked the uh, the like Super Bowl hopeful Eagles. So oh, fuck. I mean, I don't. I think the Eagles are a little long in the tooth and not that good. Um, yeah, that's true. But they keep getting credit. So, just I don't, just credit for being there. Yeah, kind of, uh, which would, you know, <laughs> sounds nice at this point. Everyone's everyone's like dunking on the Browns. Like, don't you guys get tired of this? Like, oh, congratulations. You you like do you, do you have animosity towards the Browns fan base? Have we done anything in the last 30 years? Leave us alone. Let off? us just suck Leave in, us... in peace. Yeah, like we know we know so much better than anyone in the media fucking knows that we're terrible. And we don't we don't have any delusions about it, but we're we're trying, you jerks. Ah, that was such a just such a demoralizing game. But I, the good news is, yeah, it's only gonna probably get worse from here. So, yep. you know, at least yep. we know now that we're already on this journey, and like, because like, are we really gonna convince ourselves that we're good after like unless we? do to the Bengals what we thought the Ravens just did to us. Yeah. And even then, like that's kind of fool's gold. Like that's what we did to the dolphins last year. And we're like, Oh, here come the brownies. And then, <laughs> then I think then miles Garrett and the, they did his whole thing. But anyway, yeah, I don't know if we're going to convince ourselves. We're good. That being said, it seems to me like Kevin Stefanski is capable of making adjustments in a way that Freddie just wasn't last year. And like looking at tape and being like, okay, here's what was working. Here's where we tried to do too much. Let's cut out the trying to do too much shit right now and just focus on our strengths. So I think that's going to be obviously running the ball. I think it's going to be a lot more heavy sets and tight ends. Um, I think hopefully that means less, you know, quote unquote, trying to get Odell involved. You shouldn't be trying to get players involved. The involvement should come first, right? Um, like that should be the natural progression of the offense. We've talked we're talking too much X's and O's, which is, we don't know anything about um, at this point. But we will just have to see what know. happens. I don't know. If we lose to the Bengals, it's fucking over. But um, 
if we beat them, then then who knows? And we've got a nice little lag there. We could get a few guys healthy. Um, who knows? Maybe Mac Wilson comes back early. That would be a huge help. If you and then we got you know. If you enjoy I this know. podcast, you should hope that we lose to the Bengals because. <laughs> that's our the fucking wheels are spot. gonna come off and we're only in week two. Oh yeah, boy yeah. i know that's why we we exist for this purpose to, <laughs> to just absorb all the horrific things that happen uh, from this football team we are the sisyphus of watching failed punt sneaks <laughs> yeah we're like sisyphus if like sisyphus had polio and like couldn't even begin to get <laughs> it's like it's like the rock like, like the, as if the rock just rolled over him at the beginning because his legs snapped in half <laughs> and he's like oh no that's <laughs> every morning yeah, exactly yeah uh, oh boy all right well there is no bottom to this uh gates nope thank you for joining me mm. and uh thank you i guess good luck on thursday yeah I, i'm I guess we want I'm, the I'm, go Giants I gotta say, right I'm now. <laughs> fucking thrilled to watch this game on Thursday, which doesn't make any sense, but I cannot wait because I really think I think no, I'm I know what's going to happen, but I think that the opposite will happen. Yeah, so we we can hold on to that for the next couple of days. We, like we think it's going to be thirty four to eighteen, but we know it's going to be nineteen to seventeen, one team or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like decent chance not us so we'll see this these are the dying days of uh of optimism for the season so everyone enjoy it for the next like 72 hours and, soak it uh, in man this is as good as it's gonna yep. get yep until next off season and then then the whole process begins anew <laughs> all right so uh gates i'll right. see you at the draft in 2021 my guy perfect in cleveland woo <laughs> Perfect. In we'll Cleveland all... in April, there's nothing better. Nothing better. Like, it's definitely not still flu season, so that'll be nice. Um... <laughs> all right, Gates. Go all Browns, right, I guess. Yeah, go Browns, I guess. See ya. <laughs>